Hello, movie fans and writing fans, I suppose, as well. And welcome to the latest episode of Chris and Matt Write a Blockbuster, an experiment in writing and in movie making and in maybe even in podcasting. It's all around a, an experiment that is in many ways changing the landscape of uh, just media in general, by and large. Or maybe it'll be a complete failure. Yeah, but, some exper- I mean, just because it's an experiment doesn't mean it mm-hmm. will be successful. Yeah, Although like, we're, co- we're confident, so oh, yeah. don't take that as an excuse to stop listening. No, absolutely not. Uh, because then if you get skeptical now and you, you back out of the, of the whole experience now, when this movie that we're writing becomes like the next big, like, billion dollar blockbuster and spans like a huge series of films and you're gonna be like oh great now i have to go back and like binge all these podcasts and i know this is a binge culture we're in and people like to save things up and then binge them yeah and I, guess- I just read last week that millennials have uh, a higher uh, percentage of liver problems because of all the binge drinking that they've been doing classic millennials and all yeah. the avocado toast in the world is not going to save the liver you can't save a liver with avocado toast. Mm-mm. The only way you can save a liver is with ice. It's like that song by the band The Fray, How to Save a Liver. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so who uh, who are we and well, what do we do? <laughs> well, I mean, we, people know our first names now, but to be more specific, I am Chris Morgan. And I'm Matt Shimkowitz. And we are... Um, We're you, writing a blockbuster via yeah. this podcast, and yep. uh, we'll fill you in on what's going on. The last episode, we have settled our main characters for our film, mm-hmm. Seth Christ, Ballistic Reckoning. That's the title of the film. We've also dis- we also established that in our very first episode, so mm-hmm. just so you know for people, if they may be jumping in at this point uh, of the podcast, because they, as they say... Every episode is somebody's first episode. So some people, this is their first episode of this podcast. Some people, it's their first episode of a podcast, period. They decided to make this their first ever podcast they decided to listen to. They didn't listen to WTF or This American Life, which is also kind of a radio show. But also, but they don't listen to that podcast, uh, Sleep With Me. That podcast where the guy tells boring stories to make people fall asleep or whatever. Yeah. Nor did they decide to, I don't know if this is the first time they're ever putting headphones over their heads, they decided not to listen to any music. They instead decided to find a podcast with perhaps the lowest number of downloads on iTunes. They switched their their sorting to uh, least listened to and said, this is definitely the one for me. The third episode of a podcast where two men with very much uh, a lot of experience in watching movies and... Yeah. Some experience in making fun of movies are going to attempt to write a movie with their mouths and not with pens. And just as a bit of confidence uh, in you, the the listener, and perhaps that first-time listener, uh, we're going to read off the characters and who's going to be playing them, which should only fulfill you with the utmost security in yeah. knowing that you're in the hands of well, people that know what they're to doing. Be fair, these are tentative casting decisions because the movie's not a production or anything yet. This is just who, like... If you're pitching this movie at a movie theater, or not a movie theater, at a movie studio. Yeah, if we're running into movie theaters screaming, who wants to see Seth Christ and who wants to pay for it? Yeah. We got Joel Murray uh, in our sights. We don't have yeah. him locked in. Yeah. But it's just like, once the script hits Hollywood and once this script it like gets us like millions of dollars and it becomes like the hot 
ticket item in Hollywood. It becomes uh, the B-movie of 2019. Yeah. Everybody's going to want to be in this, so we're going to get exactly the people we want. So basically, yeah, this is like a tentative sort of like um, thing, like a tentative like sort of let's call it our Let's call it our want list. Yeah. But it's gonna it's gonna become oh yeah Sega Dreamcast it will become reality though <laughs> yeah uh, pretty so much guaranteed. The, so let's like read off Sega our Sega Dreamcast. Dreamcast all right for Seth Christ Cole Ballistic Reckoning well obviously our main character our hero is Seth Christ himself and he is being played as of right now in this script form by Zac Efron movie star guy from the movie Baywatch a guy from <laughs> other stuff. He's going to. He is, you know, Seth Christ, the heroic um, sort of character. He's the ballistic reckoner. Uh-huh. Uh, and as with all action movies, there is, of course, a an elder mentor who dies, mm-hmm. and he will be played by Stanley Tucci as Ducky Darns. Yes, he is the mentor. Uh, you know, he is the Pat Morita Karate Kid in some respect. Although that's not really an action movie. That's a coming of age drama. That's um, a cunning um, foo of age drama. Oh, you said cunning, cunning. I thought you said coming. I thought this is a very different take on Karate Kid than what I anticipated. <laughs> it's, a coming, it's a coming of age. Ah, oh, it's a jizzing of age. Okay, so who's the fake out love interest of this movie? Why that would be that's one way to put it. I mean, to call it the the fake out, but sort of. I guess that's the way. It's like you know the woman. Who's like in a James Bond movie? Like James Bond, like you know, bangs around. She wakes. She she wakes up covered in gold. Well, she doesn't wake up. That's the problem. She dies in gold. <laughs> That'd be a very different version of Goldfinger. <laughs> Just like <laughs> if she woke up covered in gold. Like, oh come on, that's gonna take forever to wash out. And she's just really, like, instead of being, like, killed by being painted with gold, she's just, like, you know, inconvenienced by having to wash all this gold off her body. Mm-hmm. But this character is uh, tentatively named Trixie Bimbo, and, she, <laughs> and she's being played by Zendaya. Now, yeah. I mean, <laughs> should we throw an asterisk on that? I mean, I'm sure we already listen, lost listeners just by even mentioning the name Trixie Bimbo because it is so very, demeaning to uh, not only uh, Zendaya's talents, but perhaps all actresses. It's very James Bondy for the roles that they uh, have so poorly written for them. It's very James Bondy, though. It's- She'll get a real name, like newspaper salesman or something like that. Yes. Cause it's just like it's like you know it's sort of James Bondian. It's like you know like a like a pussy galore, or uh, you know other James you know yeah uh, Natalia yeah <laughs> Xenia on the top uh, money Penny yep Christmas Jones <laughs> newspaper salesman <laughs> yeah. Maybe her name will be newspaper sales. It doesn't matter. She's gonna be. She's gonna die. So it doesn't matter what her name is. I'm just thinking now. Uh, earlier in this episode, uh, we had ensured the listener that we were very adept at writing a movie, and thus far, uh, the most believable name in it is Seth Christ. This is action movie, though, man. Like it's gonna be. People mm. are gonna buy it. I mean, people buy. People read Thomas Pinchon novels, and his characters are all. Have and his name names. is his name is Thomas Pinchon. Yeah, and I mean, like, you mean the characters in his novels are have like completely insane names, and nobody's ever like, "Hey, Thomas yeah. Pinchon." How come you named your lead character crying O f- lot forty nine? <laughs> yeah, you got away with that. And, and I, I Herent Vice Esquire. Yeah. 
<laughs> and like he's probably got like a pulse or something as far as I know. So I mean like, you know, we're gonna be just fine. Anyways, the love interest if you are feeling mixed emotions about the character name Trixie Bimbo, don't worry, we're gonna win you back by the fact that the <laughs> the love interest in this film is being played by Amanda Plummer. <laughs> As Jane Doe, but Doe is spelled D-O-U-G-H. Yes, that's a real. That's a real name. Yep. And of course, what action sort of film? Which is, I think, we're pretty sure this is gonna be an action film. It's gonna be a big blockbuster. We know that. We don't have any plot yet or anything. It could really be sort of anything. All we know is it's gonna be a blockbuster. So it's not gonna be. The bad guy in this movie is played by beloved character actor and favorite Murray, Joel Murray, age 55. And he will be playing an original character named Riptor. (laughs) Yes. So there you have sort of the main cast of this film. They're all going to become iconic characters. Some of them aren't going to necessarily be back for future movies. It's kind of like, I mean... Hans Gruber's an iconic villain, but you don't see Hans Gruber in Die, Gruber in Die Hard 2 or Die Hard with a Vengeance because he's dead. He so might be know. in A Good Day to Die Hard. And we already, yeah, we already pre pre-asserted that, yeah. <laughs> that uh, Zendaya's character is a fake and is going to die. So, spoiler alert, she's probably not going to be back for, you know, the next film in the Seth Christ series which will have a different sort of uh, subtitle it won't it maybe it'll still be ballistic or maybe it'll still be a reckoning but it won't be a ballistic reckoning because that would be you know too much of the same thing and we just can't have that happen that's not how modern filmmaking works yeah it'll be like ballistic revenge or something like that it will be like ballistic revenge or something like that no doubt about it indeed Indeed, indeed, and all right. So, what we're doing this time is we're basically going to be in real time, mind you, uh, like you know, writing in you know the sort of cold open of the movie. Yeah, so we're gonna write the cold open of the movie. This is how the movie begins before the credits begin. You yeah, know, get the audience pumped mm-hmm. that they're watching an action movie. See their star in action. And, uh, of course, it's going to start with a fast-moving camera through a cityscape. And then it pulls out, and we realize that we're not looking at a cityscape. We're looking at the inner workings of a clock. Yes. The clock pulls out, and it's... The clock uh, pulls out. The clock didn't want to get his girlfriend pregnant, so it pulled out. Yeah, the the clock is is on the rhythm method. The clock. So we see an anthropomorphic clock having sex with his clock girlfriend. He says, I'm going to pull out now because I don't want to get you pregnant and have a little alarm clock babies. And then the camera cuts. (laughs) We see... Uh, a couple of gangsters with no good nick, with no good nick goatees watching TV, and uh, gangster number one says, "Hey, uh, Sal, you understand this cartoon?" And Sal says, uh, "No, but it sure is making me horny." Yeah. Hey, hand me that clock so I can fuck it. <laughs> it's like a very dingy sort of like. Like hideout, sort of. It's sort of like, uh, what's that movie where there's like the 
Asian guy just sitting on a uh, knives get thrown at people. The kid throws knives at people, and there's like an Asian guy. He's just like sitting like on a couch watching cartoons with his kid. He's got like a like maybe he's just like he looks very sort of like hang dog, and his kids are throwing knives at people. What movie is that from? Uh, Ninja Turtles. I don't think so, but let's just say that it is. Okay, so but it's like uh, that sort of look. It's very sort of like it's just like because criminals they're not always doing big crazy crime stuff. They're just they're just for the moment chilling and they're sort of like hideout watching a cartoon about two clocks having sex. Yeah, but why are we seeing these two crim- criminals, Sal and let's say um, um, Saul? Their names are Sal and Saul. Sal and Saul. So, uh, yeah, so Saul hands Sal a clock and Sal starts having sex with the clock. Now, and at, yeah, that, at that very moment, Saul, Saul says, wow, this is really hot. I wish we had another clock around here. But yeah, obviously you don't see, it's, it's sort of like it's happening like off it's screen, like, basically. It kind of looks like uh, Jason Biggs in American Pie uh, when he has sex with the pie. But that was you don't, see Sal's, you don't see Sal's butt. Yeah, you can't because that would be too risque. But if you, it's otherwise very similar. It's, yeah, it's sort of like a... But then it's like, okay. Then there's a knock on the door. Knock, knock, knock. And then, like, you know, he has to stop having sex with the clock. And they're like, oh, so it's like the... You know, let's get the door. So they go, they open the door. It's uh, sort of like the next level up sort of villain, this guy. He's like, sort of like, he looks really badass. He's got like... Tattoos on his Yeah, he's covered in tattoos. He's, he's bald like, except for a ponytail. Yeah, and, he, like, and he's got like a leather jacket on, and he's like, "What are you two knuckleheads doing?" And they're like, <laughs> yeah. "Sorry." He yeah. starts kind of he starts grabbing them by the nose and stuff, right. and trying to poke them in the eyes, but they block the poking by uh, holding up a their 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 hand so mm-hmm. that it blocks the V shape of the the fingers going to poke them in the eye. Yeah, etc. And, and yeah, this guy we don't even find out his name. Like in the script, will will be like just like you know like uh, his name is Mo. Ponytailed heavy or something. Yeah, but his real name is Mo. Sure, and uh, he show, he's like he's like you guys you know have you've been you know keeping an eye on the stuff and they're like oh yeah sure of course and then like you know they 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 pull up the cushions from the couch and we see there's a whole cachet of guns there like that's mm-hmm. what they're doing there's this. They're hiding guns all They're sitting over. on a bunch of guns, and he's like, good, we don't want to use these guns. We just need to sit on them for a while. Well, the, Literally. We, it's established that, like, I mean, they're, like, you know, like, arms. And he's like, like he's like, dealers. look, these, these, uh, these Vietnamese gangsters fought these guns warm, and the only way is to get them warm is if you sit on them with your hot asses. Sure, why not? Uh. So you just gotta keep sitting on them, okay, Saul and Sal? If you could do that for once, please. Just sit on these guns for a couple hours, please. And that's when there's a knock on the door again. And and then Mo turns around and goes, What's that all about? Suddenly the door opens, and it's Seth Christ, and he says, Time's up. And he shoots shoots a, a silencer right through the yeah. clock that is he, still, he still, attached, the to, still attached to Sal's penis. <laughs> like a Robocop shoots him right in the dick. Yeah, with a silencer, though. Not with a bullet. He shoots yeah. those. It's one of those secret guns that shoots other smaller guns. Shoots silencers out like... It's doubly silent. Yeah, it's like, so quiet. Yeah, it's like a whisper. 
But what's not quiet is Sal's grabbing his Johnson and going, Oh, my Johnson! And, like, then he shoots uh, Sal's the other one, right? And then, and then, like, you know, but then, like, Mo is able to, like, uh, pick up, like, a coffee, like, pot and throw the coffee at Seth Christ. And Seth is, like, he blocks it with his arms, but it's still still... He blocks wet coffee with his arms. <laughs> yeah, if you can see that, it's feeling. I got my arms, like, in front of my face. I mean, and he uh, says, thanks, but I already had a cup of joe this morning. But it's, like, it, it, it startles him enough that Mo is able to sort of jump out the window and slide down like the fire escape ladder yes, or whatever he slides and, down at a 90 degree angle <laughs> and Seth uh, somebody just call it falling but <laughs> nope he's definitely sliding Seth Christ uh, takes pursuit and it's now a chase scene through an actual city not through mm-hmm. a clock that's about to be fucked but an actual city um, oh what city is this going to take place in we haven't decided Detroit yet. It could be Detroit, sure. So they're like, uh, but they're like... Wait, know, wait, wait. It's not Detroit. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. It's at Baton Rouge, baby. Oh, the red stick itself. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Yeah, the red stick of Spain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so they're chasing each other all parkour bustling, style. Yeah, the bustling city of Baton Rouge. like The, the mega metropolis that is Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And it's just you know, there's a, it's like a parkour scene. It's like that, uh, like that scene in like Casino Royale or whatever, but better, obviously. Where there's like yeah. there's like you know like they're chasing and they're like they're running like and they're jumping over like mailboxes and they're like they're like you know um, jumping on skateboards and holding onto yeah. the back of cars and skateboarding through the city and mm-hmm. like you know and then there's a, a parade and. Uh, uh, Mo hides in a giant bass drum at one point, mm-hmm. and uh, Saul's looking for him, and he's like, ah, or not Saul, uh, Seth's looking for him, and he's like, hey, wait a minute, if I throw them off rhythm, then uh, he'll come out because he'll be so disturbed by what's mm-hmm. going on. So he finds the nearest percussionist and knocks him out, <laughs> and just then the, the band falls off their rhythm, and Mo pops out of the bass drum and says, oh, I can't take it anymore. We're all supposed to be on the upbeat, not the downbeat. And Seth says, now I gotcha. And he grabs him by the collar and says, hey, what do you know if it isn't my favorite drummer, John Bonehead? Sure, whatever you were saying. I wasn't paying attention, but that sounds good. <laughs> well, uh, Seth, uh, while you were gone, Seth Christ died. Oh, no. <laughs> So what anyway, he catches the guy, and uh, he he's like, "All right, now time to take care of these Vietnamese uh, gangsters." And he heads back to the apartment, and the Vietnamese gangsters show up, and, and they they look at the guns, and, guns and they say, "These guns are ice cold. These were supposed to be warm from sitting on them." Are you trying to sell me bad goods? And, and Seth then... says. Bada bing, and he blows up the apartment. <laughs> yeah, after he jumps out the window, he flies. Yeah, so he's flying. He's just mere inches away from, yeah. like, from so, the so explosion. The explosion follows <laughs> yeah. him. He jumps out the window, but he's able to grab onto a window across the way. Like, he jumps a huge, long jump. He grabs onto the window. He pulls himself up into the window, and then he enters this apartment where... This like um, like uh, like middle aged couple is arguing about dinner or whatever like and like you know like it's like a very sitcomy thing and like and he's like uh, 
Don't mind me. Dinner yeah. looks delicious. You, you got room for one more? I love turkey legs. Yeah, they're, they're eating giant Six Flags style turkey legs at this dinner. And then uh, he walks out and the music swells uh, for the opening credits. It's like, boom, Seth Christ, colon, yeah. ballistic, ballistic reckoning. reckoning. Yeah, but maybe we should think a little bit. I mean, let's. I mean, we got a, a few minutes here. We could, we could, we can sort of imagine how the those opening credits are gonna look, like okay. sort of like. Obviously, it's gotta go like. I feel it being like you know, maybe it can even be like bullets. It's like boom, Seth, boom, Christ. I'm the colon with the Christ. We don't need a separate bullet for the colon. Yeah. Boom, ballistic. Boom, reckoning. It's like so. It's like. You get to read it like one word at a time. Yeah. Uh, or they could be like little silencers that, that's shooting across the screen. I don't know if we'll be able to get that across. I, I mean, it would be a very... It would already old... be established from the first scene. People would be like, oh, there's those silencers again. Yeah, I, I mean... it's Chris, this was your idea to have little silencers. And now you want to back down on the little silencers? I didn't say they were little silencers. I just said the gun shot a, the silen- shot a silencer, and then you presupposed it'd be... I just figured that the gun shot the silencer off it, and the silencer went through the clock into the guy's penis. <laughs> you turned it into little silencers being shot out of a larger gun, or maybe regular-sized silencers shot a shot of a big gun, or smaller silencers to shot out of a regular gun. Anyway, so there's little silencers shooting Well, what they say is writing is rewriting, so... We, you know, fine. Yeah, little silences are gonna shoot across the screen. They'll be like, you know, like, um, and then like, you know, obviously the names will come up, and like, there'll be like a song. Should we, should we this be a sort of movie where like it's like very Tarantino esque, where it's like we use like pop song, and mm-hmm. then like, we can figure them in new ways that are fresh and exciting, or should we have like a song yeah, commission? You gotta have you gotta have an original song that everyone forgets. Com- commission a song to be the sort of opening credits song like, for the movie. Like think of all the great opening credits songs yeah. for all those Marvel movies. I mean, yeah. we all know the scores for Doctor Strange and Iron Man and Spider-Man Homecoming. They have all those iconic or, themes. Yeah, that iconic Chris Cornell song from Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. That everybody remembers, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay, we'll Scott, do that then. Casino we'll, we'll, Royale. Yeah. We'll find a funky, fresh original. Yeah. Like, let's get, uh, I don't know. Jiggy with it. Gloria Stefan and the Miami Sound Machine. To mm-hmm. real whip up something for Seth Christ Ballistic Reckoning, give it some yep. of that sort of like you know Cubano feel. Okay. I mean, you know, I mean, who else are we gonna get? You know, Pixies—they don't really perform together anymore. Smashing Pumpkins, Darcy Retsky's not done anything with them for years. She's never come back to the band. She works. She lives in like on a horse farm in Michigan. You're insane if you think you're gonna reunite those Smashing Pumpkins and have Darcy be in the band. To record a song for us, we'll wait, have to wait till. I I I was thinking that maybe they we get the Smashing Pumpkins without Darcy. Hmm. I guess. You mean the way that they've been as a band for decades, almost at this point? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it almost seems as if they've had they've not had Darcy as long as they had Darcy. It's yeah. It's sort of like uh, being like uh, I don't know. 
we can't have pavement because Gary Young's out of the band anymore, but Gary Young was just a drummer on the first album, and they made four albums without him. Or if ACDC without uh, Bon Scott. Yeah. All right. I guess I mean Billy Corgan crooning about, uh, you know, ballistic reckonings while a bunch of, like, we're seeing names on the screen, and that's, like, it's, like, black with, like, blood-red fonts, like, all mm-hmm. dynamic and big and evocative, and maybe there's little silence that's flying around, and maybe there's some... Maybe there's, like, clips of uh, Seth Christ, like, jumping off buildings yeah. and, uh, like, running up buildings. Yeah, and, like, or, like, Maybe, a, like, going into the door of a building. Like a, or, or, like, a, a montage of stuff that happened in the cold open in case people forgot about it already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'll just be, like, a montage of, like, clocks fucking and then a man being so turned on by clocks fucking that he has to fuck a clock. <laughs> Getting shot in the dick by a silencer. <laughs> yeah. You know, great stuff from the cold open. <laughs> Yeah, and then it'll like it'll like it'll be like a couple minutes of opening credits, and then it'll fade in to the movie proper. But we're not there yet. That's what people will have to wait for for the next episode mm-hmm. to hear about all the characters we talked about, and then we're not involved at all in the gold <laughs> open. Yeah. So don't forget, Ducky Darns is still to come. In yeah. fact, it'll probably be in the very next scene because usually these opening scenes start with exposition about the character delivered from a mentor. Yeah, like I would imagine that once where we don't know where Seth Christ works yet or anything like that. That's not been established, but wherever he works, whoever he's working for, whatever he's doing, that will probably be established in the next scene. You know, just because otherwise yeah. we're going to be thus, really... Thus far, thus far, the audience just knows him as some sort of serial killer. Yeah, he basically um, shot a couple guys. Uh, he shot, mutilated them, <laughs> shot them right in the penis. Killing them in the process, and then blew up a building. Yeah, who knows how many innocent bystanders were in that building. But, you know, nobody ever said Seth Christ was like a perfect good guy even though his last name is Christ. <laughs> He's more like uh, a John Rambo type, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. We don't know yet. The movie just got started. We have no idea really what's going on. But we just yep. know it's going to be awesome. It's going to turn out totally awesome because we're awesome guys with a lot of great ideas, and we know what we're mm. doing. I mean, if there's one, thing that's, cl- there's one thing that's clear after we wrote this opening scene, it's that, one, we know what we're doing, and two, we're on the same page with everything. <laughs> Yep, and we're paying extremely close attention to what each other are saying. Yeah, it's going to be perfectly smooth uh, sailing the rest of the way. And, you know, get ready and get excited because this is history in the making. Nobody's ever written a blockbuster like this because they've all been cowards, but we're not cowards. (laughs) We're geniuses who are changing the way that filmmaking is being done. And when this movie is super big and popular, this podcast is going to be like, it's going to be like the serial of movie podcasts, which is to be the one that makes things really popular finally. Yeah. All right. And well, all those people who doubted me will be in hell. Yeah. <laughs> because they will all commit suicide for realizing that they <laughs> they'll, they'll how see wrong my they were. they'll see my success and they'll kill themselves. Yeah. And because that's a sin, they'll all go to hell, even yeah. if they were like perfect uh, people. Even if they were point. babies. <laughs> Because they weren't baptized yet. Instead of going to limbo, which no longer exists according to the current Pope, as of this moment, the current Pope, he could be dead by the time you hear this. Popes are usually old. <laughs> but um, Well, yeah. let's hope we see that white smoke by the next time we have yeah. an episode. Yes. 
And, uh, well, good news, fans of film and fans of this podcast. If we know you're out there, at least fans of film are out there. <laughs> Who knows the fans of this podcast? But we have two ways for you to get in contact with us now. One, this uh, podcast has an email. It's, I think it's Chris Matt Blockbuster <laughs> at gmail.com. Oh, just this empty, just empty Gmail inbox. Chris Seth Blockbuster at gmail.com. Email us. Chris Matt Blockbuster, not Chris Seth Blockbuster. <laughs> And yeah. we also have a Twitter account, right? Yeah, I believe that is C and M. He believes in that like he believes in God. I believe it's C and M, right of B. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so uh, I guess we'll see everyone next time yeah. on this. You can tweet at us, you can email us. Because we're going to listen to your feedback. We may even do like a listener feedback episode or something if we're killing time. And, yeah. and, and stringing this podcast out for some reason. Mm-hmm. If we ever get writer's block. Talking, yeah, we'll do, an, we'll do an episode where we have writer's block. Yeah. We'll schedule that in. At some point, yeah. we'll have writer's block and we'll just um, answer listener feedback or something. Well, until then... Well, not until then, until our next episode, which will not be a writer's block episode. Because, I mean, it might. Because we'll probably record it before people have even heard any of these and won't be able to respond to us or anything. Uh, but I am Chris Morgan. And I'm Matt Shimkowitz. Uh Thank you for listening, movie fans. We will be back again with another episode of Chris and Matt, Writer Blockbuster. <laughs>